Every team, every topic, everywhere. This is Believe. Time. There's nothing more valuable. It's what drives everyone to make the most of every moment. We celebrate living large in the now. In a city where time disappears, we create experiences that electrify the soul and memories that will last forever. We go big, we go all night, and here, everyone is invited. So get loose and get loud. This is Circa. You'll have the time of your life. This is the Arash Markazi Show on the Mightier 1090 ESPN Radio. Hello and welcome to the Arash Markazi Show on the Mightier 1090 ESPN Radio, 98.5 The Bet in Las Vegas and the Hawaii Sports Radio Network, presented by, of course, the Sporting Tribune, the best publication on the West Coast. By the way, some great articles. Uh, Fredo Cervantes has, has one on the, on the you know, shout out Fredo on, the, um, on USC's big win, Miller Moss. We'll, we'll get into that. Uh, you know, there's a ton of great articles. Lauren Jones doing some work for the Lakers. You know, Marissa oh, yeah. Flores, obviously us. Uh, you know, I've left a ton of names out. Fernando Ramirez, always with the Chargers coverage. He's still a great reporter. Doesn't matter if the Chargers have five wins. He knows what he's doing. <laughs> he brings the reports, and he's honest. He's honestly oh, yeah. like not, not biased at all. Um, but yeah, it, right today, no Rosh Markazi. It's, thir- it's uh, Friday, so it's Brandon Deutsch and Grant Mona. It's our time Bad to shine news. today, baby. The Baller Sports Dialogue duo ourselves. If you're listening, I hope all is well. I know the New Year's coming. I hope everyone has a blessed 2024. Um, you know that you guys are able to reach all of your goals and figure out a lot of, you know, things you have in your life, whether you're stressed or something. But speaking of that, guess who figured a lot of things out in the Holiday Bowl? And we wouldn't have really now, known that from you know the Holiday Bowl. But who said it? Who said it a month ago that USC would win the Holiday Bowl? Me. You I said did? it on the radio. There is evidence. You can go listen to the Arash Markazi <laughs> show from like three or three weeks ago. I said Louisville really got bum-rushed by Florida State defensively. Obviously, it was close. It was like 13-0. Um, but they had nothing. That was their game. They had lost that ACC championship. They were going into this game, and it was like, ugh. it meant more for USC because Miller Moss wanted to try and become the next USC quarterback. Guys wanted, Taj Washington wanted to play. I respect That's the heck respect out of Taj Washington, and I think he's an NFL receiver, and I think he put together a great performance. Charges will pass on. Austin yeah. Jones, I think, is an NFL running back. I think he needs some work, but he could definitely play in the NFL. Um, that's a guy who wanted to play and got better, right? Miller Moss, six touchdowns. USC comes out 42-28. to 28. And my gosh, are we going to start getting those Brock Purdy comparisons out? Not only do they look a little bit alike, you see how quick he gets that ball out? He can make things happen. He's more crisp. I think Caleb really holds the ball, you know, tries to make You're plays. Not saying this right no, now. no, no, no. Caleb's okay. a way better quarterback. I'm just saying I think he gets the ball out quick. And if you put guys around him, similar to Brock Purdy in San Francisco, you can real have a have a real winner in the Big Ten next year with Miller Moss. And he did have that big pick in the red zone, but to throw six, it's a it's a USC record in a bowl game. Actual record, way. holiday. You bowl know how record? many good quarterbacks there have been in USC history, and he has the most touchdowns in a bowl game for them. Uh, Miller Moss looked like that generational prospect we saw at a high school. I mean, he's from Mission Hills. Um, he's from Alamany. Alamany. Um, how many how many out. how many guys we get from Alamany that right? are like NFL prospects? Um, so Miller Moss, there's a lot of questions are. Yeah, you because know, uh, they had a guy from Kansas State, Will Howard, come in, and they're saying well, that he's, he's not going to come now. You don't think he is? <laughs> no way, dude. Really? No way. Miller Moss won that job, dude. Already? A, yes. Yes. He throws six touchdowns. He throw a record. 
It, come on. Against a Louisville team that's not terrible either. Defensively, like, they were really good all year. Yeah. It shows the, so, how weak the ACC is. Maybe the committee made the right decision putting in there, Bama. There are all these things about people saying, oh, is Caleb Williams a system QB? Oh, like, come on now. Come on, no. Come uh, on now. But I was very impressed with Miller Moss's ability to get out of the pocket, launch it downfield. I mean, how many long touchdowns did he have? I think he had two of those six were long touchdowns where he just – First, the, the one was a dot uh, in the fourth, I believe, to, to kind of seal the game. The other one was just a, a prayer out in the end zone that happened to be caught. But I love his ability to make things happen. He's trying to make things happen. And in, in a Lincoln-Riley offense that's all about high-octane offense, I love to see it. You know you what? Can I tell that he was watching Caleb Williams. Yeah, a lot of the stuff looked like what Caleb would do. And a lot of yeah, he learned from him. You're right. Shout out Tosh Washington. He, he, Shout out. He didn't have to play. What about um, Lane? New guy. Yeah, great. He's going to be a guy. Deuce Robinson's going to mm-hmm. be a guy. We saw that. Um, you know, that young tight end played well. That young quarterback came in for that sneak, got that crucial yeah. first down. Of course, we're going to talk about uh, Branch, who's excellent. Oh, of course. Um, you know, first rounder, Kyron Hudson, another guy who's great. I mean, they got they got guys. Uh, USC is not going to, it's going to, it's a destination school. I think Riley wanted to prove in that game. That we're still got we're, <laughs> we're the best off. You want to be a you are an offensive player. You want to get drafted. Um, yeah, come here. I'm going to turn you exactly. into a Heisman quarterback. I'm going to turn you into the best wide receiver in the country. I'm going to turn you into this, 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 this. Like it's wide receiver, you know, wide receiver, I mean, you Addison, Amon Raw. Well, and it's going to be quarterback you as long as Lincoln Riley's there. He, I mean, he's won a Heisman with every quarterback he's had. Think about it. Every single one he's had. Wow, that's actually true. So chances are Miller Moss might win the Heisman next year. <laughs> relax. <laughs> Let's relax. Hey, hey, I would not be the, surprised. No, but they're going to be in the Big Ten. That's that a lot of. How many Big Ten teams? I'll tell you this right now, Grant. Listeners out there. Does this uh, give you confidence? For yes, them? it gives me confidence. Right, go ahead, how sorry. many Big Ten teams have an offense that can, that is Lincoln Riley's offense? Zero. Zero. How many offenses in the country are as like great as Lincoln Riley's? No, zero. He's no? the best play caller in the country. There's no one better. Who's better? Saban? Saban doesn't call plays. <laughs> he just has good players. He's NFL guys, like everywhere, you know? LSU? George, they have NFL guys. Okay. Yeah, their OC is pretty good, but he left. He's True. gone. True. Didn't he go to Notre Dame? He went to Notre Washington? Dame. Washington's up there. Yeah, yeah but they're Oregon, not Lincoln Riley. Oregon has a very complex Yeah, offense. but it's complex. It's like, not it, like... It's, it's NFL style. It reminds me... Of, uh, Oregon's more Kyle Shanahan type yes, offense yes, than it is Lincoln, yes. than it is Air Raid. You know, Mike Leach, Lincoln yes. Riley type offense. I agree. Uh, you know, I, I do think that USC... I mean, this gives me confidence that they could win 8, 9, 10 games next year in the Big Ten. Oh, uh, yeah. I mean, their schedule... Look, they're going to lose to Michigan more than likely than not. Let's be real. Let's call Nebraska? that... Nebraska? They're going to beat Nebraska. Ryle is not there yet. Is he going to start next year? He's twenty. Is he know. class of twenty four? Is he going to be a freshman? I'm not sure. I mean, by the way, I know if we have any Nebraska listeners, that was a huge commitment that changed the program. I mean, he's a he's a uh, NFL guy. So I mean, you need a quarterback like that. Matt Rule is really doing some work over there. Yeah. Shout out Will Compton too, busting with the boys. Oh yeah, Will Compton's great, hilarious. Maybe he's still talking about the all white team versus all black team that went on Twitter. He is? Okay, yes, so he, he could start next year. I still think freshman quarterback, we saw with Dante Moore. Dante Moore is a five-star guy. I mean, he struggled as a freshman. He I did. Like Dante Moore. He, he went to go play behind Dylan Gabriel at Oregon, which is crazy. Um, well, is it crazy? I mean, he's like, your Maybe development, and I'm the guy. Like, that sounds good to me. Like, to him, it's yeah. good. Going back to the point, it gives me confidence they can beat LSU. 
you know, um, with not no no play call, no Malik neighbors, no Jane Daniels. Will LSU be good? Of course they'll be okay. They'll be good, right? They're LSU and Brian Kelly's there. They're going to be good. Like same thing that happened at Notre Dame. Notre Dame sometimes lost three games, but they were always good because they had Brian Kelly. Like that's just going to happen at LSU. So I think that's a winnable game now. Yes. I mean, before I saw Miller Moss play, I was like, okay, maybe you know we're going to have six wins, this and that. I think Lincoln's here to stay. I think you know. Well, this, yeah, this I don't a, think. Yeah, but think about the stretch he had this year. Way to play Oregon, Washington, Arizona. They beat Arizona, by the way. Arizona turned out to be a really good team. Uh, so that was like a signature win. I don't think people realize that. Should have beat Utah. That was. I still think Lincoln needs to. I think. I think the difference I don't is. Know what, I mean, they need a defense, dude. In like, Lynn. Think. Look at the difference already in a oh, month. Yeah. In a month, they could tackle. <laughs> I mean, that sounds hilarious. <laughs> thought to about, say, a, tackle thought about a tackle. And look at the scheme he's running with the edge rushers coming off. He's blitzing a lot. You know, he's doing some nickel blitz, some zone coverage. Um, it's not that bend that break. It's they yeah. they limit explosive plays, and they go out and they try and play violent football and get the quarterback and the running back. Um, that I, sometimes you give up a big play by rushing that much and by playing physical, but. I think Lynn was a home run hire. I don't think people realize how many wonders it's well, going to do. Look what he did for UCLA, and look what he did for SC in a month. Yeah, with backups against an ACC team that was and ranked do you 15th. Think now they're going to get more recruits. Yes, oh, yeah, yes. They already got yeah. a four star, five star guy. They got they got four guys coming in. Lineman, yeah. Yep, they got guys coming in. Bear Alexander's coming back. He's yeah. going to be great. Muhammad's coming back. He's going to be great. Um, they have Gentry's obviously not going anywhere. He's not yeah. going to get drafted, no. and he's too young. I think he's a sophomore. He'll be utilized more because of his wingspan. Sure. Um, and you look at the offense, it's not going anywhere. No. The Big Ten, sure, maybe Iowa will hold them to 25 points, but they're going to score 40 points per game in a Lincoln Riley offense. And if you pair him with a decent enough defense like we saw, 10 wins off the bat is is for sure possible, yeah. even with Miller Moss. And it's Moss crazy because like, coming into the bowl game, you didn't think that. You're like, oh, okay, well, you're in flux of the QB spot. We have a young guy. We don't know what he's got. Now, all of a sudden, a guy has a six-touchdown game, and you're like, huh. Maybe they do have a chance of the Big Ten now from here on out without getting any NIL guys well, you or transfer think, portal guys you think, or another guy. Well, and we, we, we claim Michigan's a lock loss, but is Harbaugh going to be there next year? That's also true. If they win the championship, the if I'm Harbaugh, I'm leaving. Like, if I win the title, my job's done. I came back right. to school to win a title. Right. I don't think – I know all the money's on Alabama. I don't think Alabama beats them. I think Michigan is the best team I, in the I country. Do. I, I think Michigan's going to win the national championship. I, I think they're going to beat them, and they're going to beat Washington. I, I think Washington's going to upset Texas. Mm. Um, and I think Michigan beats Washington, I, I, I would say, probably – that's a thirty-eight to twenty-eight or something, something like that. Washington's defense cannot sustain Michigan. So, again, um, I, that's I think the Harbaugh dips, and I think at that mm-hmm. point you're looking at a team. No JJ McCarthy. I'm assuming he goes to the draft. I don't think he's coming back. They didn't get anybody from Rams. the transfer portal. Yeah, that'd be a good Rams backup yeah. quarterback. It's a prototypical guy that you could. Be, I think he's he's good enough mm-hmm. in a system. He could be really good in the NFL. But that's a game you could look at and be like, okay, could we go in and beat Michigan? Like, Okay, they're now, I mean, it, it depends how they develop, but I don't think it's out of the realm of possibility. I, I don't. I agree with you. Like, like, at this point, like, the sky's the limit with this team. Mm-hmm. They play, they, I, there's something I saw from that team that they didn't have on Caleb's team. They lacked moxie. They lacked grit. They didn't really go after every play. They didn't give 100%. They tried to, because of the year before, they were so good. They tried to just, on pure talent, And you saw, games. like, Taj Washington after the game, he mentioned, like, in this month that we've had, like we've bonded more than we ever did during the season, which is crazy. Like, because yeah. you would think, oh, you have Caleb Williams, you have a good team, you're 
projected the to Caleb be in a Zai, I feel like playoff, was, you would have good chemistry. I feel no. like I feel like Caleb once they lost that first game, it was like I'm focused on the draft. Yeah, you know, it kind of felt like that, and I think all his teammates felt like that. It's Miller Moss careful. had something to play for, and by the way, I love Miller Moss because at the end of the game. In his post-game interview, didn't say one word about himself. He yeah, said, I have was, great guys yeah. around me. We prepare. You know, it's a team thing. It's never about they me. They asked him, too. It was like, uh, did you just make a case for yourself? He's like, well, as long as it makes the team better, that's what, it, what matters. That, he has the perfect right. answers. Again, a Brock Purdy type guy. And I don't know if he's, uh, you know, marrying his high school sweetheart like Brock Purdy <laughs> and doesn't doesn't go to any parties and wears nice sweaters that his, mo- <laughs> that his wife buys for him. But, again, uh you know the similarities in the way they play, and I think you look at a at, at a play, um, you know, toward the end of the game, you know, when they blitz like seven or eight, mm-hmm. and he got that ball Taj on the back step throw, yes. like that quick recognition that shows that you can play in the Big Ten. The Big Ten, they're going to blitz a lot. Mm-hmm. They're going to play physical, violent football. Physical You're going to need to get the ball out quick. You won't be able to improvise or you're sacked. They have really good edge rushers, really good linemen, big guys, good corners always. Um, good defense. Good defenses in the Big Ten. Um, that's why they hired Lynn. They really needed that. Uh, and I think it's going to pay dividends. I think this is, you know, how we were surprised two years ago, how good they were right off the bat. Mm-hmm. I think this is a year, like, when there's no expectations, like, Riley exceeds him. And when there's too many expectations, Riley does not reach them. Like, I think that's this, we're getting to this year where, like, all of a sudden it's like, okay, they're projected seven wins in the Big Ten. All of a sudden they beat, they win all these games they're not supposed to win. Um, they have a tough schedule. And then like all of the a sudden, Rams. like, they're like a, a like CFP. Well, but next year they could be in the CFP if they win enough games. Because isn't it 12 next year? Oh, is it? Is yes. Is it next year the year? Yes. Oh, yeah. So now you're looking at yes. if you have 10 wins and you're in the Big Ten or the SEC, Let's go. you're a contender. I've been waiting for that for so long. That should have happened years I ago. It was a Is catastrophe to college football that we had four teams for the long. It's a catastrophe we had the two teams for the longest oh, time. And then two, four. Why they the went to four? They should have went to eight and had the, you know, they should have went to 10 and had first yeah, buy and then, you know. Should have been, it always should have been a tournament. Yeah. Now, obviously, you can't do March Madness because no. people would die. <laughs> no, I mean, because no, football is dangerous, that. right? It's not yeah. It's not basketball. But, like, <laughs> yeah, if you play Michigan's brand of football, like, five times within five weeks. I also think it's always been weird to take a month off, you know? I felt like Yeah, that, yeah, yeah. Like, yeah. W- like, what? Like, to me, that makes no sense. I think it hurts it's a lot. It's a holiday thing. Like, it's it tradition. is a holiday. Th- then why don't you move the season back? Why don't you? Why don't you start the bowl games? Why do they have to start December sixteenth? <laughs> why can't they all be up with school? Well, what? Yeah, okay, cool. Start well, school. It's like hype. Oh, frats. Yeah, but I don't. Uh, then play exhibition games. Play more. I, I agree with you. Like, I don't think, I think it should be an NFL type product. Like, it should be like. Well, it's, it's considering that now with the NIL, it's basically more and more an, like NFL like an NFL team. <laughs> I mean, eventually. That's why I think there's going to be just two conferences. So bring up, well, bring up Trip Kelly's point. Because Trip Kelly was like, Two conferences. What about one? And they all play each other. You know, that was his whole mm. thing. It's a mega conference. Just one where you schedule two non-conference opponents and then you schedule like teams. And then it's like, okay, and then it's the best, you know, 12 teams that get in. And at that point, you give everybody the chance to really play who they want, schedule who they want. And because there are scheduling issues, the SEC will always schedule like Citadel or some FCS team in week 11 to just dominate and get their stats up. Like the SEC, I think, is becoming a weaker conference. Football means more in the SEC. I don't deny that. But I feel like this year, Pac 12 was way better than the SEC. Like, I don't think there's. Yeah. Gonna, there's the, like, yeah, like it was. Washington would beat Alabama, I think. Like, Washington would beat, I mean, would match up against Georgia. I don't know if they'd beat Georgia, but they'd match up against them. And besides Georgia and Alabama, 
All the LSU, five other Florida LSU would lose to Arizona. LSU would lose to L- Oregon. Would bum rush any of those teams. Yeah. And Oregon lost to Washington. So I thought Oregon was the best team in the Pac-12. I just think they didn't play well in that last game. And Washington, you know, respect. They had a better quarterback who played well. Although I think Bo Nix, future Ram, could be pretty good. Uh, I think he's going to go before that though. Bo Nix? Yeah. Shouldn't he go before the Rams pick? The Broncos going to take him. I mean, so that's a good point. Raider? Raider? I don't know if he'll fit into a Sean Payton offense. He's maybe. definitely not a Raider quarterback. No? no? Russell Wilson could be. Can we no, get to that dude, real quick? No, 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 dude. You don't understand. For a Raiders quarterback, you need like... You need like you need like a tran- like a Lamar Jackson, Jaden Daniels, transcendent type of guy that can do with his arm and do legs. You? I think so. I think in that type of team, they've for so long have had pocket passers. It hasn't worked. They had Derek Carr. They had Jimmy Garoppolo. Look, we're talking about the Raiders like they're going to be in the top five picks. They're looking pretty good right now. They have a chance to win the oh, division. Oh, I know, but I'm just saying a guy <laughs> like Bo Nix is going to be there. Okay. I would personally have a transcendent guy like Penix or mm-hmm. like Jaden Daniels or someone like that. Bo Nix, I don't think fits like that that grit grind culture. No, I don't know. I maybe maybe, maybe I'm wrong. Maybe Bo Nix is the guy. I think Bo Nix is going to be a good NFL quarterback. I do. I've been high on him this year. I was really low on him before, but I was too. I think he could be a really good guy. I think Penix is. You know, I told you. I think he's the second best quarterback in the draft, besides Williams. You know, unless like it is. Jane Daniels is good. I don't know if he's going to be a good NFL player. You're very I told you about Drake, Drake May. May. I've seen his tape. I don't see any consistency. I don't see any consistency. I don't. But the fact of the matter is, what about UCLA? We got some UCLA fans listening, obviously. I'm worried about them. Chip Kelly. You are. I, yes. So UCLA fans are too. Trust me. I know. They wow. don't like Chip Kelly, most of them. Um, let's just say the facts. Whether Chip's listening or not, you know, love you, Chip. Great guy. Good football mind. Mm-hmm. I'm stating the facts. The fans do not like him. They don't want him there. They're paying him a lot of money, which is why they kept him. Losing your defensive coordinator to your backyard, to your rival, is a... Oh, that's a, that's a gut punch. When you go into the Big Ten and you that's need a, a guy punch. like Lynn, gut punch. Chip's always going to be able to get transfer guys. Like, look what he did with Bobo. Turned him into an NFL yeah. player. Charbonnet, Charbonnet, like, you know. DTR. DTR, guys like that. Like, like he's able to do that. Like, yeah. Chip is still a good coach. I feel like in the Big Ten, though, I think, like, next year, they're winning five games, maybe. Because they're still going to have Garbers, right? Who sucks. Really? He's he terrible. Looked he looked great against Boise, Boise State. State. <laughs> what do you mean playing Boise State in the Big Ten? No, no, Boise State does not play defense. Yeah, their defense now without Lynn is going to suffer, and without Latu. No, Latu and the Twins yeah. that are both NFL players. So, I mean, so you look at it that way, and you say, okay, we're going to a conference that is de- uh, defensive driven, right? You're going to a a conference that is all about physicality, and then you're not going to have any. That's <laughs> unless my you recruit your. Behinds off. Yeah, I'm worried about them. Happen. I'm worried about them. I think this is they're they're really holding off the inevitable. They should have fired Chip Kelly. Um, but I think at this point too, I do see it because then you don't want too many Jimbo Fishers. You know, everyone's looking for the home run hire, and there's very few coaches that can really transcend a program. Mm-hmm. Chip Trent, he did it, did it with Oregon. Maybe give him a few more few more years. Like I I I, I, I get it. I just think he's his mind isn't into it. I think he's kind of washed when it comes to building programs. He was washed on the Eagles, ruined a lot of Eagles teams that were really good, by the way. Oh, yeah. um, you know, after the Reed days came in, and you know he just kind of just screwed the pooch. Um, you know, I think his time's up. But again, I get the alternative. You're not getting a guy like Lincoln Riley. You're not getting Brian Kelly to come to UCLA. You're not. Who are you going to get? 
Like, 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 is Luke Fickle even doing anything at Wisconsin? <laughs> I mean, no offense to Jake. Is Matt Rules finally doing something? <laughs> at, he was an NFL coach. Jake, don't listen. Matt Rules that. finally doing something <laughs> in Nebraska. It took like they were six and six, dude. Like Wisconsin, like Fickle's a good coach, but it's going to take a few more years for Wisconsin to be good. Wisconsin isn't going to beat USC. I don't think they're playing each other. I think USC beats Wisconsin easily next year. Okay. Easily. Like I like my point here is Fickle was the guy that USC wanted if Riley wasn't coming, right? right? right. Like that's that home run type hire. How many guys are like that? There's a very select few. I mean, you're not going to get Harbaugh. Like you're not going to get Ryan Day. No, I'm just kidding. UCLA would kill to get Ryan Day, though. Let's be <laughs> real. Would. Let's be real. They let's would. be real, dude. Let's be. Um, let's be real. That would feed families for US UCLA for generations. Getting well, a, UCLA fans are just fiending for a lot of different things. I mean, UCLA has never been like USC football. It's crazy. Like the you know? name of UCLA is so you know historic. And, yeah, but that's for basketball, and baseball, but like in football. If you look at it, it's USC. Was, yeah, USC is football. There's no knock on UCLA. No, it's no, that's sad the fact. I want USC, them to be competitive. Well, but like, USC is not. Even though they've been better in recent years in basketball, they're never going to be UCLA right, in basketball. Right. Like that's just we're stating facts, dude. Yeah. Like we're stating facts. Just like UCLA is never going to be USC in football. It's yeah. just not like fact of the matter. It's just like I'm sorry. That's how USC football school, UCLA basketball school. It's kind of how it's been. Sometimes USC will be better at basketball and UCLA will be better at football, but it's rare. That's the fact of the matter. But anyways, we'll leave it there. When we come back, it'll be us. No guests. You're stuck with us. <laughs> Going to have some more conversations. Some Lakers, maybe some Dodgers, maybe some Angels, maybe some possible yeah. free Rams. agents. Rams. Oh, yeah. We got to talk about those Rams. I'm not going to say it. Say it. Rams what? House. There we go. When we come back on the Miter 1090 ESPN Radio, 98.5 The Bed in Las Vegas, the Y Sports Radio Network. We'll be right back with the Arash Markazi Show on the Mightier 1090 ESPN Radio. Time. There's nothing more valuable. It's what drives everyone to make the most of every moment. We celebrate living large in the now. In a city where time disappears, we create experiences that electrify the soul and memories that will last forever. We go big. We go all night. And here, everyone is invited to get loose and get loud. This is Circa. You'll have the time of your life. This is the Arash Markazi Show on the Mightier 1090 ESPN Radio. Still clown with the underground when we come around. Hello and welcome back to the Arash Markazi Show presented by the Sporting Tribune on the Mightier 1090 ESPN Radio 98.5 The Bet in Las Vegas and the Hawaii Sports Radio Network. No Arash Markazi today. It's the Brandon Deutsch and Grant Mona Show on Fridays. As you guys know, this is going to be a thing moving forward. You guys are stuck with us. You're stuck with Sorry. us on Fridays. Okay, we're going to give you... We can't match the great Arash Markazi, no. but we can give you some good some good content, some some laughs, and some great sports analysis. At least no guess hotline. So. You're stuck with us that way, too. At least our grandma thinks that uh, <laughs> we have good sports takes um <laughs> it's a joke uh let's get into the rams we brought this up okay sure let's do it niners end up losing to the ravens rams look pretty good against the saints in thursday night football a lot is going well for the rams right now Ta- tell me about it grant uh the offense is insane they look like i think better the 2018 team that went to the Super Bowl, um, in terms of numbers, they're up there with them. Uh, Kyron Williams is besting Todd Gurley's best years as a Ram, rushing-wise. He looks like the second running back in the league, best running back in the league, behind Christian McCaffrey. Um, 
And Cooper Cup looks like he's back to normal. Uh, Puka Nakua has been an emergent star. Matthew Stafford, if it wasn't for that three-game stretch where he was kind of banged up, I think he would be a solidified MVP candidate. Right now he's getting mentions about MVP. He's not going to win it. But that's how good Matthew Stafford has been playing. Um, His numbers are excellent over his past five games after the bye week. Um, He looks like the 2021 Stafford, maybe even better than that, because that Matthew Stafford was a little bit turnover-worthy. He's been keeping that low, making smart decisions. Demarcus Robinson has been a revelation. Uh, Raheem Morris's schemes, dare I say it, have been good. Uh, Sean McVay has called a great game each game. Um, There are some concerns. Obviously, the depth is thin. There's always injury concerns when you get players that are older. But from looking at this Rams team, Going into New York, they play New York on on Sunday. They play the Giants. Um, I expect them to win that game. Obviously, anything could happen. I'm looking at that Week 18 game against the Niners where anything could happen in that game. That's the game where I'm looking at and saying, okay, this is where you can kind of gauge where this Rams team is at. If they can go head-to-head with the Niners team, I don't expect them to win. But if they can go head-to-head with the Niners team that's still, in my opinion, the best in the league, then... You know, if you, if you get a little bit of help from the Steelers and you're already in the playoffs by Week 18, going into the playoffs, I like the Rams against the Lions or against the Eagles. I just do. They have the pedigree. They've done it before just two years ago. Um, and when you have an opportunity like this where there's an NFC where it's the Niners and nobody else, you could maybe make some noise. I'm not saying that they're going to beat the Niners. I'm not saying they're they're going to win the Super Bowl. I'm not saying any of that. But I'm just saying this is a rebuild year. A retool year. This was never supposed to happen. If you're a Rams fan listening right now, you should be happy already. This is not supposed to be where the Rams are at right now, and they are. So enjoy it, but if the Rams do not make the playoffs or they are a first-round exit, this is a successful year anyways. It's a, Yeah, it's not only a successful year, but you're looking at a team that already won a Super Bowl right. and wasn't supposed to compete this year, and now they're almost back to being at the level of the Niners. It's tough to be on the level of the Niners, but the Niners didn't win a Super Bowl, at least yet. And, you know, I'm saying this as a Niners fan. It's like they're almost back after they'd won their Super Bowl. They had their hangover season, and now they're back. Mm -hmm. I would... I really want the Niners to suck next year if they win a Super Bowl. Like I, I won't. I no, I would love them to be great, but I don't care if they have that hangover oh, that yeah. the Rams did their following year. If you win the Super Bowl, you can take the next year off. Yeah. It's very rare you go back to back. Obviously, teams want to do so, but I also think like I feel like it's better for the Rams if the Niners win the Super Bowl too because they'll have less um, motivation next year, right? And then the, and and the it could Rams be the Rams more motivation. Yeah, and year. it'd be the Rams division next year yeah. if the Niners win the Super Bowl. So Rams fans are saying you should root and pray for uh, the Niners no. Super. <laughs> <laughs> they were my pick. I mean, they were my pick to win the Super Bowl this year just because I want to be as real as possible. I like to give good takes. But that doesn't mean that. Let's admit it. You like Brock Purdy. Of course. I mean, you like Christian McCaffrey. Yeah. I like some of the players in the Niners. That doesn't mean I want the Niners to win. I mean, no, I don't really like Debo. I do because he talks a lot of trash about the Rams, about everybody, honestly. Um, (laughs) He got catfished by. uh... By Cam Newton. <laughs> well, not by Cam, but yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> by Cam Newton. Yeah, yeah, it's uh, funny. Fake. But no, I think Rams fans, I think we can agree here. But what about Chargers fans? Bad position. Uh, has this team been yeah. in a worse position over the past four years? Uh, no, well, actually, it's crazy because they have the talent to be good, and they have had the talent to be good over the past three years, but they had Brandon Staley as a coach, and I kept trying to give him credit. I kept trying to give Brandon Staley the, a long leash. 
I kept trying to make it work. Oh, you just give them another year. Give them another year. And it hasn't happened. And this year is one of the worst ever, which is why him and Tom Telesco were fired. Um, this Chargers team, you can recoup your assets by doing something. You're not going to trade away Keenan Allen, are you? I mean, there were, there were rumors about that before the year. You're not trading away Mike Williams because he's injury prone. I'm not sure a lot of people would want his contract. You kind of made the wrong decision drafting Quinn and Johnston when you could have had Zay Flowers, Jordan Addison, who are both thriving right now. There are a lot of questionable decisions on the Chargers' end. Um, Khalil Mack has been good. Uh, J.C. Jackson was a failure of a signing. I understand it at the time. Um, Derwin James is still good. You still have Bosa, who's been injured a lot, honestly, and he's not as nearly as good as his brother on the Niners. Um, Austin Eckler had a down year. Um, there's a lot of question marks for this Chargers team going into next year. Who's going to be their head coach? They're not going to keep Giff Smith, are they? I mean, they're going to have to go off. I think what they're going to do is swing big for a coach, whether it be Belichick, Jim. whether it be Jim Harbaugh. Yeah. Do you think Harbaugh's a, a Charger? I think Harbaugh is going to be the head coach of the Chargers if, if uh, or the Raiders, if, you know, if Michigan wins it all. Like I said in the first segment. Like if Michigan wins it all, I think he's he's gone. He's in, he's dipping in the end. Maybe even if they don't. Really? Because like there's investigations that are going to come. He's not going to want to be there when they get sanctioned. I think you know they might mutually part way. Like the so, you don't NCAA think he's going to get an extension, or he's going to sign his extension? No, because there's one on the table which is lucrative. But he could. I don't think he he's going to. He wants to go back to the I NFL. He, he has unfinished business. Yeah. He didn't end up winning a Super Bowl. He Got wants there. to. He did, but he didn't win. He choked <laughs> against his brother, who's a better coach. <laughs> I mean, that's a fact of the matter. I mean, it's did just he the choke? truth. Choke. I mean, it was a good game. It's not like he, you know. Don't remind me of that game. Okay. That was all pass right, interference. Right, right. Crabtree in. was held. It was it was <laughs> interference. It should have been put at the one and we would have won. Yeah. That was ridiculous. I remember that game like no and then don't get me started on Tyree Kill breaking free for that hundred yards. Oh the, boy. Oh, a heartbreak for Niner Yeah, it might recently. be the same thing. This last year was a similar thing. Year oh. before was a similar thing. Year before, year before, year before that. Every but you year. think Harbaugh's a charger? Probably. I think the Raiders probably at this point give Antonio Pierce a head coaching position. I think, I don't think, I can't say it's a bad decision at this point. I mean, the Raiders are playing fantastic. For all of of our Vegas listeners, you guys have a hell of a coach, a great team that's rallying around the head coach. Um, Sure, maybe Aiden O'Connell isn't the long term answer at at QB, but that's why you get a draft pick. You have a treasure trove of quarterbacks to choose from this year. And I think that's what their pick should be in the first round. I know there's a lot of questions about a lot of different parts of their team. Maybe you can get a guy on the defense, maybe someone to help Max Crosby. But how this team has rallied around Antonio Pierce, I mean, it's the same thing that happened a few years ago. Um, and then they signed McDaniels, and it's like, well, you just ruined the, the moxie and the aura of the team. They have an opportunity to right the ship and just keep the guy that's in there, keep the interim coach. Because I think he fits what the Raiders want to be. You know, I think he fits that tough billing, that grit, that – um, yeah. It's kind of like Dan Campbell with the Lions to where he can change a culture of a team and you could bring in free agents that just want to have a, a hard-nosed football team to, to play on. And it's in Vegas. It's a good market. Um, people in Vegas are starting to warm up to the idea of football in Vegas. I know they have a, a big constituency of, in, in California, but um, I want Vegas to succeed. I've always been adamant about Vegas being a sports town and I think it is and I think the Raiders being good would be I mean they were good a few years ago but being good again to where they're back to their 70s blood to where it's like we're not taking ish from nobody you know what I mean so yeah 
I think they need to get back to that. I think Pierce is the good good call for that. Okay. I yeah. think he's the good good option for them at head coach. And at QB, I don't know. They could draft Jaden Daniels. He could draft Drake May. Bonix, I, mean, I don't know. Penix. Bonix. I mean, there's, I mean, there's, 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 there's certainly a, a ton of guys. Um, now, I, I, I did want to get into the Clippers before the Lakers. Sure. Um, Clippers have been playing great basketball, and a lot of it's been attributed Eight to James Harden. Well, even with Kawhi being out the last yeah. three games. I mean, James Harden's been excellent. He looks like vintage Houston James yeah. Harden. Tell me a little bit about that, about your Clippers. Yeah, I mean, uh, Russell Westbrook has been good with James Harden. I think that's a big thing um, that, that has happened over the past week or so is that Russell Westbrook and James Harden have kind of found a groove, a rhythm. Um, they find, finally found that Houston type of, of deal they had because if we remember back in Houston in 2020, they had a, like a two-month stretch where they were just playing some of the best basketball in the league. Um, and that was up with the Lakers when they won that title that year. So – they have the ability to do so. I think it was just a matter of time before. And now with Kawhi Leonard hurt, um, you're seeing Westbrook and Harden kind of find that and mesh a little bit because they kind of have to. I mean, Paul George has been off. He hasn't been the same guy that we saw um, in the first month of the season. Uh, he's been a little bit off. But if we're looking at it from a pure basketball standpoint, everything is working pretty well. Yeah. Um, you know, James Harden is hitting outside shots. He's like we said, he's into the rack, which he, he wasn't burst. in the first few games. He was um, passive, don't, right? In the first yeah, against the very Knicks, passive. against the... And, you know, after Ty Lue said, I want him to be aggressive and score, ever since then, he's and, been and what the is James Harden and that what they is, wanted. And, and tell me this, because a lot of fans are like, okay, but Russ, what is this done with Westbrook coming off of the bench now and, you know, taking a lesser role to a role... By the way, I feel like he's kind of getting disrespected because I feel like he yes. earned that kind of starting role when he led the team to be competitive against oh. Phoenix when Phoenix was rolling by himself yeah. pretty much. But now, you know, he's getting, what, 15, 20, 16 minutes a game? And it's, it's it's sad personally for me to see. But the thing is, he it shouldn't be that way. He deserves more minutes and he can get more minutes. It's just that Ty Lue is kind of disrespecting his minutes in a little bit of ways. He won the game for them. Ty Lue and um, disrespecting minutes. Who knew yeah, the two could I mean, go together? He, That's he, sarcasm for people. <laughs> Bones Highlands. We know. On the bench. We know. Uh, Russell Westbrook came in against the Charlotte Hornets um, a few nights ago, and he was sensational. He provided a spark off the bench. He provided energy. Um, he kind of led them to a victory, and that's the kind of energy that Clippers team needs sometimes. I mean, you have a lot of older guys on that team and guys that are hot and cold like a Paul George and um, you know, like a Norm Powell. He has his on and off games. You need a guy to come in there and just be that, that energizer plug, that energizer bunny. And that team needs him, and they're not going to trade him. I know there's a lot of rumors about him going to Miami or the Knicks. They're keeping Russell Westbrook. He loves it in L.A. He loves it being – well, he loves being on the Clippers. I don't know about <laughs> the other team in L.A., but um, he loves being at home, and I think that he's found a role for himself, and they need that role. I, I know that it's a diminished one, and I know that he can provide a lot more maybe if he was the number one or number two option on another team, but for a team like the Clippers, when you have so much talent, especially when Kawhi Leonard's healthy and when they're playing so well, just giving energy alone and – being as look, Russell Westbrook has been one of the best guard defenders in the league in basketball this year. Um, yeah. He should be on the all defensive team. I'm going to say it right now. I know it's limited minutes, but he deserves it the way he's been giving effort on that defensive end. 
The Clippers, say what you want about them, but they are in the contender mix. I'm not going to say that they're going to win a title. I'm not going to say that they're going to be in the Final Four. I'm just saying it's possible now that we've seen it work that they could get it together. So when Kawhi Leonard comes back, which he will, it's not a serious injury. It's more serious than what they told us. I will tell you guys that. It is not just a a mild hip contusion. That's day-to-day. It is a week-to-week injury. He will probably be out when you're hearing this on, on Friday. Um, so it is more serious than what we let on, but he will be back. It's a contusion. It's not a fracture. It's not a structural. So Kawhi Leonard will be back in some fashion. And if he gets to the level that he was playing before the injury, I mean, they're going to continue to beat not just teams, but good teams. Yeah, and I think, like, when's the last time the Clippers were fully healthy in the playoffs? 2021. And then twenty one. No, they Kawhi got hurt. Well, for two rounds, for two for one and a half rounds, I guess you'd say. <laughs> so, <laughs> but I mean, look at how good they the were, bubble. right? Yeah have they have they missed the second round fully healthy? No, because they yeah. in the bubble they got the second yeah. round right, and like second last year round. they weren't healthy, and the year before Western Conference Finals, you know, Western Conference Finals, yeah. and the year before that yeah. was the choke. But yeah. that when they were healthy, but yeah. again. There were a variety of factors in that. Um, so, I mean, I think there's definitely a good chance they could be in the Western Conference Finals, that they could be one of those final teams because they have the experience. They have guys who have been there. You know, right. um, Harden's even been to a Western Conference Finals, believe it or not. It was ages ago. He was but, one game away from getting to the finals. Yeah, if it, was, yeah, if it wasn't for Chris Paul. You know, I know, Chris there. Paul did, had a major choke job. And okay, what about Curtis the Lakers? Okay, Basically struggling. They struggled in the first half against the Hornets last night. They've been with LeBron and Davis. It's just crazy. I mean, we talked about this on the Baller Sports Dialogue <laughs> that podcast. That tone is all you need to hear. <laughs> I mean, who, what was the most successful lineup last year? Grant, tell me, the, tell me the roster. It was D'Angelo Russell, Austin Reeves, Jared Vanderbilt, LeBron James, and Anthony Davis. And you know how many minutes they've played this year? Let me guess. Let a, me just take a wild guess. One. A single yeah, minute. Together. One. I was going to say zero, but you told me previously. Uh, so I don't get why. I think that should be maybe why not try it at this point. Rotations are kind of in flux right now. Christian Wood is not getting any playing time. Gabe Vincent's out for eight weeks. Um, why not give Max Christie a shot? Why not give Demoy Hodge a shot at a guard position? Just, just no Hood Shafino. You know, give Hood Shafino a shot. Try anything at this point, and it's not like they're doing horrible. Like they're not severely under five hundred. But for Lakers team that a lot of us thought, and basically everybody thought, could be way better than they are right now, maybe in the top three seeds that they are, um, that they aren't right now. Um, it's been a little bit of a disappointment, and obviously it's not the end of the world. They still have LeBron James. They won the in-season tournament. They still have Anthony Davis playing at a high level and healthy. Like you said, Brandon, what is he, 78 out of the last 82 games he's played? Yeah. Um, If you have those two guys healthy going into a playoff scenario, I like them, and that's why I'm not wavering my confidence in the Lakers just because I know that they have the firepower to do it. We just saw it in a tournament setting. I know it was seven games against bad teams, but – they were in an event-type tournament setting, and they performed admirably. Um, so I'm, I'm not counting out the Lakers at all. I think they're going to be fine. Um, they do have a tough schedule. They play the Timberwolves, the Pelicans, the Heat, 
Well, but you got to win those games, okay? I understand that, but I'm not going to panic if they don't. No, you don't. Yeah, neither am I. I don't think it's ever panic mode because of the experience they have. It's like Curry, right, with the Warriors. And by the way, they're a better team than the Warriors. Oh, for sure. By a a mile. Yes. Um, Even presently constructed. And they're going to make moves by the deadline. The problem is we're going into territory where it's going to be the same thing as last year, Grant, where it's like every game's a playoff game come February. 15th or whatever and they're trying to get into the play-in and we're trying to avoid the play whatever it's going to come down to that um because you know okc and minnesota is already starting to separate themselves denver is going to start separating themselves at some point yeah. and by the way i think memphis is going to help the lakers a lot because i think memphis yeah. is going to start beating those teams that are like you know next to the memphis next to them on the basketball well because they have their best player oh who knew a, a generation yeah. not a generational talent but a guy a superstar yeah. type guy could come in with his bazooka celebrations and <laughs> just you, know, you know what it's it's yeah he is him he's himself yeah. uh okay but before we go who's a guy you want the lakers to get um going into next season malcolm brogdon okay tell me why what is what does he bring uh, to the lakers he brings better defense d'angelo russell he brings adequate shooting um to match d'angelo russell's output um he's a Better floor general, in my opinion. He's quicker than D'Angelo Russell. Maybe D'Angelo Russell has a better three-point shot, but I think that Malcolm Brogdon's better around the rim. Um, I just think that that's the deal that they should make. They don't need to make a blockbuster well, move they, for, everyone, for DeJounte Murray. Yeah, they always want well, DeJounte or Murray. Or Zach Levine. You I get it, but do you don't that. want to give up your depth for DeJounte Yes, Murray. because if you're giving up Austin Reeves or 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 Rui Hachimura, don't do it. I don't care. I'm not giving up Rui. Rui's such a good player. Except on Christmas, he wasn't a good player. But yeah, it's one game. It's one game. Look at how good he was in the playoffs. Yeah. How good Reeves was in the playoffs. You're going to want to trade one of those guys for Zach Levine? What has Zach Levine done in the playoffs? What has DeJounte Murray done in the playoffs? Nothing. Has DeJounte Murray even been in the playoffs? He was in the play-in and choked, right? Exactly. So keep your depth. Depth matters. In the playoffs, I know I you're going to shorten your rotations, but and by the way, it's a wide open West, and experience matters. Who's been to the Western Conference Finals? Clippers. Okay. Who else? Suns. Okay. Lakers Nuggets. and Nuggets, right? Mavericks. Mavericks. Warriors. Okay, six teams. Those are the six teams that you're looking at that probably have the best chance. Experience matters. At some point, yes, the teams with less experience will make it and make okay, that push. See? They'll win a series. Will they? Minnesota? Will, wait, wait, wait. Will OKC win a series? They're two and the Lakers are seven. I'm taking the Lakers. Mm. Lakers just went into Oklahoma City and beat well, There's them. so Why much matter? that can change from here there. I'm not going to make any predictions. That I'm just saying there, right now. I'm just saying right now. If Clippers are playing the Timberwolves. I'm taking the Clippers. Yeah, I haven't even seen them play together. They haven't played this year yet, which is crazy. Who cares? Go Bear. Sons he either. sees George in Westbrook. He'll he'll and have Terrence PTSD. Man. Yeah, and PTSD. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> still Terrence Man. Yeah, PTSD. He'll go home. Yeah, there'll be no defensive player of the year. He'll win it. He'll win the defensive player of the year, and they'll stop playing like yeah. defensive player. That's what he always does. That's what he always does. It's like Donovan Mitchell. What does yeah, Donovan, Donovan Mitchell, Mitchell does in big games? Yeah. Like great all year, gets you to the playoffs. Like Tatum. And Tatum. Oh, oh my gosh, Tatum. <laughs> they almost lost to the Pistons. Eleven last out night, of thirty-one. Everybody. Eleven out of they thirty-one. Almost did. They went to overtime against the Pistons. The Pistons streak is now at twenty-eight. By the way. 28. Wow. <laughs> That's crazy. All right. It's the Rosh Markazi Show. It's your co-host Happy today. New Year, everybody. Brandon Deutsch, Grand Mona. Happy New Year. Thank you for listening. And have a great weekend.
This is the Arash Markazi Show on the Mightier 1090 ESPN Radio. Hustle for the cash, so it's hard to knock it. Everybody got their own thing, currency chasing. Worldwide through the hard times, worrying faces. Shed tears as we bury brothers close to heart. What was a friend, now a ghost in the dark. Hard part about it, brother got smoked by a fiend. Trying to floss on a blind to a broken man's dreams. A hard lesson court Thank you for listening to Believe. You can show support to your host by subscribing to the show and giving us a five-star rating on your preferred platform. Check us out at Believe.com and search for B-L-E-A-V on YouTube.